guys, welcome to my podcast. I'm Jordan and I'm so glad you're here. Today I'm going to be talking about friendship and how you can be a better friend to others, um, good characteristics to look out for and friends you're trying to make, and then characteristics you might be a little bit cautious of in people when you're making friends. So I'm going to get right into it. I'm first going to talk about something like a little fun fact that I'm going to throw in. So, uh, I promise you this is, like, going to be relevant to what I'm talking about, but just stick with it. (laughs) I took the ACT a few weeks ago, and if you've ever taken the SAT or ACT, you'll know you have to read all of these reading passages and then answer questions very quickly about it. Most of the time, the passages are very boring and, like, They want to put you to sleep, but I came across a really interesting one and it like stuck with me. And then afterwards I like Googled the guy I read about. So his name is Robin Dunbar and it, the, the passage was talking about like this diagram of like how many close friends a person could maintain. Human brains have a limit on how many meaningful relationships they can keep track of. And Robin Dunbar proves this. So Dunbar says that most people can have up to five intimate bonds. So intimate bonds would include like a boyfriend or girlfriend, a spouse, um, siblings, best, like one best friend, you know, like your, your inner, inner, inner circle, um, 15 close friends, 50 friends, and then 150 casual friends. And what I mean by casual friends are, these are people you like have met, once you know and like you know who they are basically that's that's what a casual friend is and the reason i am opening with this is because it just proves that there's a limit to it you can't be close friends with like 2000 people like you can't have like intimate relationships with like hundreds of people like it just can't happen your brain like can only hold so much right and you only have so much energy to put into friendships so That being said, if you were at a party, right, if you hosted a party, you could only, like, have so many people on the invite list, and let's say there's a VIP room. That would be your five intimate bonds, maybe 15 of your close friends, right? And you might have 150 casual friends there, but, like, you're going to have people that you want to talk to the most. That's what I'm trying to say. Your VIP room, you know, your five intimate bonds your 15 close friends. Then you have your 50 just-ish friends that you do see probably on a regular, but like don't really communicate with as often with, and then 150 people there total. So that's kind of how I like to look, look at it. Like if you had a party at your house with all of your friends, that's what it is. So I'm going to start with reading some scripture because... We love little Jesus talk, you know. Um, it's from John 15. And this whole chapter is talking about kind of... It, it's Jesus preparing the disciples before he goes and gets crucified. Um, and the segment I'm going to be talking about is the paragraph about the vine and the branches. So... Going a little bit more into that, it talks about how Jesus is the vine and we are the branches and how truly we can only produce fruit through him. Um, 
fruits, meaning like spiritual fruits. The spiritual fruits are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. And these are the characteristics that God loves to see in his children. Um, so, I'm going to be reading chapter 15, verse 4. It says, Remain in me, and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. I love that verse. And the reason I love that verse is because it says you can do nothing without me. We cannot be good friends to others unless we are abiding in him first. Um, it literally says, remain in me and I and you, or you can say abide in me and I and you, depending on the version you want to read. <laughs> but that verse represents Christ's love and how we have a mutual friendship that is produced and cultivated from knowing the Lord. So mutual relationship. Let's talk about that. It is pretty cool that the savior of the universe wants to have a intimate relationship with every single person he creates and every single creation he creates. Because like, if you think about like a normal king ruling like a nation, that king does not want to have like a personal relationship with every single one of his people, you know, but Jesus wants to have a personal relationship. The Lord of Lords wants to have a relationship with you, which is amazing. Um... So, remaining in Him is a choice we make every single day. It's a choice of making daily contact with the Lord and learning and growing in Him. So, abiding in Him, that's the start to great friendships. And He is the number one companion you could ever need. But if you go on deeper into this chapter, it talks about... um. Jesus is explaining how he, his love for us. And it says, as the father loved me, I have also loved you. So as the father loved him, and these are the characteristics in which the father loved Jesus. It is a love that has no beginning, one, has no end, two, that is close and personal, three, that is without measure, four, and that is unchanging. These are all ways to describe the love he has for us. You cannot depend on physical human beings to give you all of these things. Only Jesus can. And we should not expect that out of our friends because we're all just human. So there's also that. Love that. Anyways, I'm going to go into the characteristics you should be looking for in quality friends. You should be making, you know. Um, so the first one is that remember that a good friend lets you know when somebody means to harm you. So this is a big one. Your friends are going to have your back and they're going to tell you if someone else doesn't. They're going to let you know if you're standing in harm's way, even if it's uncomfortable for them to say that. They are going to jeopardize their comfort for you for your own good 
they're going to have hard conversations with you and they're going to have your back no matter what. I love that quality in people. Like when people have hard conversations with me, even if it makes me upset, it's always good to know that the friend is going to be truthful and honest. That is honesty right there, right? Okay, the second one is that a good friend speaks well of you. This comes from 1 Samuel 19 verses 4 through 5. Oh my goodness gracious. A good friend speaks well of you, even when you're not standing there. They're going to speak highly of you. Um, One of the biggest problems of this generation is gossip. I am guilty of it. I'm really trying to work on it. And I'm really trying to encourage listen my listeners on this podcast and like everyone around me to work on it too because it's just something our flesh battles talking bad about people is really really destructive for relationships jesus does not like slander at all he talks about it in psalms he does not like slander it's destructive it's hurtful it's no good Um, People talk bad about each other in hopes that it will make them feel better about their own fragile egos. And what I mean by this is a lot of people are just insecure and then that's why they're talking bad about others just to make themselves feel better. And that's really sad, but it's true. And really, this only makes a gossiper come off as tacky or untrustworthy to others. Gossiping has the opposite effect of what people want it to do. It really does. If I am sitting in a room full of people and like having some conversations with a group of people, right? And someone starts talking bad about someone else. Immediately, my mind's going to go to, oh my goodness, I can't trust this person with like vulnerable information or like, I, I just can't go to this person, you know, because I know they're talking bad about people right? The people around the gossiper are going to think that. They're going to not want to trust the person. That's why it's so destructive. That's the reason. But the gossiper probably thinks, oh, like this is cool. People are going to think I'm in the know and like they're going to think I know what's going on. Um, But in reality, it does the exact opposite of what people want it to do, right? of what gossipers want gossiping to do has the exact opposite effect okay moving on to the next topic the third one is that a true pal is not envious of you and this also comes from first samuel and then it's chapter 20 verse 30 um that verse you can look up on your own but it basically talks about and i'm gonna put this in my own words and like kind of sum it up in my own way but A victory for God's kingdom is a victory for God's kingdom. Um, That is a call for a celebration, right? Like when one of our friends does something good and like that's glorifying to God, we should be, we should like give them a big high five and give them a hug and like celebrate that victory, right? Because that's like a call for rejoicing. Um, Although envy is a real thing, like we all struggle with envy and like jealousy, The flesh battles it each day. A true friend will support and celebrate your victories with you without storing envy in the heart. Sometimes we all have like this competitive nature of when like a friend does well at something or achieves a certain goal 
that we need to like one up them, right? That we need to like do better, like I guess solidify that we're good enough. Um, but truly we don't. <laughs> Jesus tells us we're good enough. And we really need to be uplifting to those who are like doing good things, right? We should be happy for them. We shouldn't be like, I need to do better, you know, have that attitude. Just don't have that attitude. Fourth characteristic you should look out for in a good friend is that they are loyal. A true friend is loyal and has a heart of compassion for you when you're suffering and will lead you towards Christ when you are distant from him. I'm going to be quite honest right now, and I want to be really open on this podcast because I want y'all to know what's going on in my life, but um, I have had a hard time with friends in high school. I mean, it's just gone up and down and all around, and like I'm sure that is the same for so many people, but I, I just have struggled. Like, I really have, and I know that every single time the Lord takes someone out of my life, and I'm no longer friends with them or just like I don't communicate with them on a daily, I guess. When God removes someone from my life, I know that it's for the good. But it's really hard to see that in the moment. But later on, you'll realize that, you know. Shout out to my small group. I'm just going to say right now, you know when... So much time has passed, and the same people are with you. You know they're, they're true ones, so those are the people who have been by my side. But you, you know who's loyal when you see who's still there over all of the years. You, you see the person that's still checking up on you and, like, being there for you like a rock. You know that that's a loyal friend and you should be very grateful if you have one because they're hard to come by and you should not take advantage of them but be so so glad that Jesus blessed you with them that's what I'm going to say about that but a loyal friend really 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 good to have the fifth characteristic I love to look for is selflessness um selfless people the world is a selfish place I will say that it is really hard to be selfless in a selfish world. Um, but guess what? Jesus overcame the world. <laughs> um, being selfless and wanting to help people and care for others and just put yourself at the end of the priority list, you know, that's, that's an amazing quality to have. So if you see someone that's um, exemplifying that really, 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 um, try to spend time with them and look up to them. Next thing I'm going to talk about are, I'm going to say red flags to look out for and people they're trying to make friends with, but these are just qualities to look for so you can pour in to those individuals and use your light to shine on them. But the first one is that we should love others with the intention of not receiving anything in return, and that's how Jesus led by example. Um, Toxic friends will remind you that they deserve everything from you for their own benefit, and that's a sign that you should be showing them Christ's love just every single day. You should be showing this love to everyone, but especially these people. Um, toxic friends will try to take advantage of you whenever given the chance, 
and they won't often express their gratitude for you. These are tidbits of just characteristics to look out for and be cautious of. But I'm not saying you need to like put your everything into developing relationships with these friends. It's amazing to pour into them, but put up your boundaries if it's becoming unhealthy for you or really, really toxic for you. Put up your boundaries. That's okay. Put up your walls. That's completely healthy. Um, I'm going to finish up with a verse from John chapter 15. We're going back to it. Um, John 15 verse 12 says, This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. This next thing I'm going to read is a quote from Barclay. Um, This is just a commentator from Blue Letter Bible. So. Um, we are sent out into the world to love one another. Sometimes we live as if we were sent into the world to compete with one another or to dispute with one another or even to quarrel with one another. Um, I think this quote is just like simple and it sums up what gets in our way sometimes. Remember your true purpose. The world is sinful and broken, but friendship is something that was given to us as a gift. And that wraps up my podcast. Friendship is a gift, so make friends wisely, you know? Um, thank you so, so much for listening. Every listen, I appreciate so much, and I hope y'all are learning some stuff. I will have another one out next week, hopefully. I will see y'all then. Bye! Bye!